0: section six of the editorials from the dial magazine volume sixty six this librivox recording is in the public domain how much longer will the american public endure our shameful intervention in russia how much longer are we to permit our troops enlisted under a democratic banner to be used as pawns in the imperialistic political game which the allies have been and are now openly playing in that country We have no hesitation in asking these questions, for the truth is that if our government does not see fit soon to put a stop to this anti-American adventure, the American people will put a stop to it themselves. We have already endured too many mistakes in our Russian policy, quietly, to endure many more. The most recent incident in that policy, the mishandling of the communication from the British government by our State Department, shows how little our officials are to be entrusted with the formulation of any democratic foreign policy when left unchecked or uncriticized the british note proposed recognition at least tacitly of the soviet government in russia and representation of that government at the peace conference yet incredible as it may seem this proposal of supreme importance apparently did not even reach the eyes of Acting Secretary of State Frank L. Polk until after the publication of Monsieur Pinchon's statement in Paris rejecting the proposal in the name of France. Needless to add, the proposal was not communicated to the President in Paris. And if newspaper dispatches report correctly, our peace delegates there were as much astonished as the general public at the revelation that the proposal had been made. This is only one incident among many where important documents, either through malice or through ignorance, have been lost somewhere in the red tape of the State Department, so that they have never reached the people who ought first to have seen them. All the evidence goes to show that our State Department is an example of monumental inefficiency. This recent incident is appalling enough to make people lose all confidence in its method of handling our foreign, and especially our Russian, policy. We have no doubt that had President Wilson been informed of those important developments in the situation of which he ought to have been informed, he would today be the advocate of a simple and direct and democratic Russian policy, instead of being, as he is, obviously embarrassed by a policy which is personally distasteful to him, a policy, moreover, which is thoroughly ambiguous, but we have conclusive evidence that the President has never been so informed until it has become too late. We may here point out that Lloyd George has been forced to change his attitude toward the Soviet government in Russia by the rising anger and protest of the British people. For us also but one corrective force remains, the force of a united and angered public opinion. It must be made clear to our government and to the President that the lives of our men in Russia are not a matter of negligible importance it must be made clear that we enter the war to crush german militarism and that with this task accomplished we are not interested in acting as the bond collectors for any european government it must be made clear that we are disgusted and ashamed at the campaign of falsehood and misrepresentation about russia which our government has seen fit to allow it must be made clear that our government is the servant and not the master of the american people it is for the people and not for a small autocratic clique to say whether our men are to remain in russia killing russian peasants and workingmen as the new statesman succinctly says of english policy in its issue of december twenty first what we now seem to be drifting into is a war against the government which now commands the allegiance of the mass of the russian people a war which whatever it may be in theory would in effect inevitably prove to be a war on behalf of a small monarchist class. However certain we may be that the Bolsheviks' experiment in catastrophic socialism will fail, it is not our business to stop it. We may watch it with interest, or we may contemptuously say that we will leave Russia to stew in our own juice, but we have neither the duty nor even the right to suppress it merely because we dislike it and to kill British soldiers in the operation. It is the duty of every American to inform himself of the real situation. Already there has been organized a truth about Russia society, composed entirely of patriotic Americans for the purpose of giving the public the established and undisputed facts. Everyone should join this organization. Everyone should help in the arrangements for mass meetings, in the circulation of petitions everyone should write or telegraph his representatives at washington this type of legitimate pressure upon our elected representatives should not be relinquished until there is no mistake in the will of the american people or their temper